הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארץ המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומכוח חכמה רבנו נחנן ופגה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגיד לנו כל ישראל אמן ובעזרת השם זה גם בתחילת פרט של תורה י"ב ואנחנו נתחיל So Bezrat Hashem, let's hop into it. This is Amar Rabba Barbarachana. And this is what Rabba Barbarachana said. Ledidi Chazeli Hurmiz Bar Lilita. I myself saw Hurmiz, the son of Lilita. Or Lilit. Which is the name of a female angel that we shouldn't really say. Say her name or any names of these angels that we don't, we don't really pronounce and all that stuff. But um, yeah, we'll avoid her name. Dahavaka Rahet Abkufa Deshura Demachoza. And uh, this Hormiz was running along the top of a wall in this city called Mechoza. And what happened? There was these moving uh, cavalrymen, parasha or riders, that were riding these horses down below, below this wall that Hormiz was running on top of. And they couldn't overtake him. They still couldn't ride faster than him, the way he was running. One time we saddled for him. Or no. One time there were two mules that were saddled for him. Prepared for him. And they stood on two bridges of Donag. This place. And he leaped from this, from this mule to that mule. On both sides of this bridge in Donag. On these two bridges. You jump from one bridge to the next. And he was holding two um, he was holding two cups of wine. One cup in one hand and one cup in the other. And he was pouring them from one cup to the next. And what happened? He didn't drip. He didn't even pour out one drop of that wine. Without dripping any of that wine off. And that day, um, it was a day of what we call rising up to the sky, going down to the depths. This was the day. That was the day known as this day. And the government heard about this. This uh, what do you call it? this uh, this person, or this this angel, basically. Or whatever it is, whatever this thing is, um, and um, they killed him. So this is the story, very very interesting story, very esoteric, ambiguous. Let's see what Rabenu. Before we go to what Rabenu says, let's go to the Rashba. Hormiz, when it says Hormiz, this person Shedhu, he's a demon. So he's this sort of angel, this cross between angel and human. Kid Amrinam besanhedrin, and says in Gemara sanhedrin, mi palgach detatay de Hormiz. From the waist down, it belongs to Hormiz. So we see here this Inyan of Hormiz um, is this idea of a shed. He's a demon. Akufa de Shura. What's Akufa de Shura? When it says Akufa de Shura along the top of a wall, Al Shina Achoma upon the edge of this wall. And this incident, this incident was to make known the great righteousness of Hashem. That Hashem gives mercy to his creatures. He has mercy on his creatures. And he doesn't give permission um, 
to these people, to these shedim, to, to damage. And he also advises against that we walk alone. Um, that we walk alone. We, we go on a path or we go on a journey alone. When it says, moving cavalry men, um, according to its simple, um, I think it's according to its simple meaning. And they weren't able to overtake this whole Mishaya shed rat The shed was running faster than them. However, the riders weren't very intensive, in, like they weren't paying attention to this. This idea that they weren't doing this intentionally, kind of. Um, they were just doing their thing, but they still weren't able to overtake him. He was running so fast. Misalgin, what does it mean when it says misalgin? That there were saddles and straps placed upon these mules. When it says these two bridges in Donag, of Donag, Shem This is the name of that river, Donag River. They were very far from one another, these two bridges. And what was the shed doing? He was jumping from one mule to the next. <laughs> he was jumping from one mule on this bridge to another mule on that other bridge, which were very far from each other. Two cups of wine. Both were filled with wine. And he was pouring both of them at the same time. One into the other, both at once. And not one drop poured out. And even though that day was a very stormy day, that the seafarers, the people who were riding on the ships, were tossed up to the Shamaim and descended down to the depths from this great strength of that wind on that day. When they were going on these ships, they were mamash, like flying up on these ships all the way up to the heavens and sinking down all the way to the depths. It was such a stormy day. And nonetheless, not one drop of wine fell down to the earth. Come to show you how strong the winds were on that day. What does it mean when it says, Yalushamaim rising up to the sky. This Pasuk is a reference, referencing seafarers in Tehilim, meaning this is a reference to Yalushamaim Yudutamot, it's a reference to those people who go out to sea uh, on ships, etc. When the king heard of this, the government heard of this, um, they killed him. What did it mean? Malka Deshida, the king of the demons. It wasn't just a normal king, the king of demons. Because it's not a pathway or it's not normal or common for a shed to show himself to people. They killed him. Why did they kill him? Because he was revealing their, sec uh, their secrets. He showed himself to people. He showed himself to people. And there are those who say, When it says, Government, it's a reference to the Kesar, the king. That he was afraid that homies wouldn't, uh, that he was afraid that homies would take over his kingship. That why homies was a shed, he's a demon who comes from a person who went with this um, this demon, who's Lily. Meaning, when Lily had relations with a human being, they, she created, um, she created, um, what do you call it? Homies. So he's the cross between a human and a shed. And he was living between people. He was living amongst men. So this is why the government killed him. 
So, okay. Let's uh, let's continue with the story. Lididi Khazili hai homies one time I saw homies Perez Rashi what did Rashi say? Shed who said Barlilita. What did they mean? Barlilita, son of Lili. The Talmid Chacham Shed Yehudain. This is the Talmid Chacham who is the Shed Yehudi, the Jewish Shed. Barlilita. This is what I mean when it says the son of Lilita. Kamuva ba Midrash is born in the Midrash. Echi Adam Moshe ben Yom leLaila kshaya barakia muvak shlemad imot Torah shabbat yadash shulaina. So there's a question brought in the, in the Midrash, and they ask, how did Moshe know when it was day or when it was night, when he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights on Har Sinai? How did he know when it was day and when it was night? Because he didn't have access to that sort of light. And the answer they bring down there is when he, was, when he would study Torah Shabbat, the oral Torah, he knew it was night. So this is what Rabbeinu says, this is what it means when it says, the son of Lilita. Because the essence of a lambda. A person who's a studier, a person who's a tamid chacham, comes from the fact that he studies Torah Shabbat Peh, that we talked about earlier, that a person who only studies the five chamishachum Torah or whatever it is, the, the written Torah, is not considered a tamid chacham. It's someone who studies Gemara, Poskim, etc., etc., So we see here that the essence of a lamdan, in this case, tamid chacham shed Yehudain, who's Lili, who's a shed, right? And who's home is who's a shed. This idea of a Tamil Chacham Shed Yehudi is only someone who knows Torah Shabbat Peh. And he was running along the lines of this, along the top of the wall. What did that mean? The Tzadikador, this is a reference to the Tzadik of the generation. What did it mean? That he was running, he was chasing. What's this idea? That he's chasing that the Tamid Chacham Shed Yehudi whose home is he's chasing it at Tzadik Ador the Tzadik of the generation Shed Yimshal Lechoma and the Tzadik is compared to a wall Kema'amah Chachamenu Zichamenu Lachal the Chachamim saying Baba Batcha in the Gemara Tamid Chacham and Tzarich in Tiruta the Tamid Chacham doesn't need protection a wall Ayen Sham look over there in that Gemara that the Tamid Chacham doesn't need a protection a wall because he himself is in essence a wall so we see here that Tamid Chacham is compared to a wall and homies is chasing up, uh, chasing this wall, basically. He's running upon this wall, but he's chasing the Tamid Chacham, who's considered a wall. Uhed Parasha. And um, what did it say? There was moving uh, riders, Parasha or cavalrymen. Parash Rashi, Lefi Tumo. Rashi says, according to the Tumo, Lefi Tumo, I think this might mean unintentionally, or, um, or according to its simple meaning, basically. Whatever. Anyways, Parasha when it says "riders zehatana," this is a reference to the Tana, Shechidesh Zotat Torah, who originated this novel idea in Torah. Ofersha Otay Yafen, he explains it beautifully, because Parasha rider comes from the same word Persha to explain. This is what we talked about in another lesson. The idea that a Parasha as Chesed it's in Torah hey, this idea that um, a rider is a reference to Chesed because he reveals that which is hidden. Same thing. This Tana he's revealing. Chidushim in Torah, and he's explaining it persha. He's explaining it beautifully. He's bringing out to light that which is hidden. Gam Oto Rodef. He also. Oh wow. So lefitumo means unintentionally, and we see here this idea. Gam Oto Rodef that even the Tamid Chacham Shed Yehudi is also chasing this Tana, this upper tzaddik. Which we talked about because there's two tzaddikim. There's the upper tzaddik, the Tana who originates the chidush, and then there's the lower tzaddik who um, studies the chidush of this Tana. So we see here that Tamid Chacham Shed Yudi, the Jewish demon Torah scholar, this person chases this Tana. 
but unintentionally. Why? Because the Tamid Chacham Shed Yehudi, he didn't have the intention to chase this Tana. The chasing happens automatically. We're going to see what this means. And he was riding the horse from below. These riders were riding the horse from below. What did that mean? Because the person who studies that edition of Torah Tana, for the fact that he studies the Torah of this Tana, this sage. With this, he brings back the soul of this Tana into the body of the Tana. The returning of the soul back to the body, which is the same thing as like riding a horse. That this horse is secondary to the rider. It's like the body, which is the horse. The rider, the soul. Um, and Rabbanu says, look into the Zohar. Look over there. So thanks to the person who studies it down below, this lower tzaddik who's studying the, the works of this Tana, he brings back the soul of the Tana into his body. And this was, uh, what does it mean? From below. Because the people who are down here below cause this they cause with their studies that the soul of this Tana rides upon the horse what's the horse? it's a reference to the body it says that his lips are moving in the Keva meaning the soul of the Tana returns back to his body which is like a rider riding on a horse what do they mean when it says that they weren't able to overpass um, the Tana is not able to endure the kiss why? Because the person who's studying it is Tamid Chacham Shedudi. So he's better, he's worse than a carcass. And what did we say? That the kisses of the enemy are many. The Tana can't stand this. He runs away from this. If you wonder, how? We talked about this earlier. If a person wonders, how is it that the Torah of this Tana doesn't make the person who's studying it, who's a Rasha, Tamid Chacham Shediudi, make him better? How is it that this Tana's Torah can actually encourage the Rasha to do even worse? On the contrary, that you add upon him pride, more pride, that the, the Lamdan can gain even more pride from this. How is it possible? How is, how, does, how is this possible? That from the holy Torah of this Tana, that a Lamdan like this, can fall and stumble. And the answer is like this. What's the answer? At the end of the story, one time there were two, horse, two mules saddled for homies. What does that mean? Because one time, there's times where the Tana falls into some sort of minuscule miss. Um, that's extremely, extremely fine. In order that he draws down what's two mules. It's a play on the words. It's a play on the words something else. It's a play on the words because there's two types of chiyut, which is what? Vitality. Chiyuta means mule, but chiyut in Hebrew is vitality. Rabbeinu says, so that the Tana can bring down two types of vitality. Life force. Chiyut ruchani, which is spiritual life force, which is what it says, um, there's the length of days in the right in the right side. Chiyut gashmi, and what's the, the second thing, which is physical life force? Bismola osher v'achavod, it says in the Pasuk, Bismola osher v'achavod, on the right side you have length of days, but on the left you have wealth and honor. So the chiyud gashmi, the physical life force, panasa, whatever that is, is osher bechavod. It's on the left side. So these are the two things that the tzaddik 
that Tana brings down whenever he's originating this Torah, and this is why the, they're able to fall, because there's Yinyan on the left side also that exists within the Torah. So that he can bring down this Chiyut Gashmin, this Chiyut Ruchani. And this Tana, because of his attachment, his great attachment to this spiritual chiyut, this spiritual life force, he doesn't detach himself, God forbid, from this at all, this chiyut ruchani. And because he fell into the aspect of limud, of study, that isn't nishma, that isn't for the sake of Hashem, in order to bring down in order to bring down physical life force it's not that he detaches himself from it's just that he might fall to some sort of small small miss some sort of small minuscule um, level um, where his limud might not be perfectly lishma so that he could bring down panasa or physical gashmiut and what happens? There were two bridges on of Donag of this river, and um, he leaped from one to the next. What's this idea? Like a person who stands upon a bridge of wax. Imagine if you were standing on a wax, a wax like a pathway. You're not able to stand. So what are you going to do? You're going to jump to the second bridge. Because the second bridge is also made of wax, you're going to jump back to the first. It's like this constant jumping back and forth. That you don't fall completely. You're jumping from back and forth. The same is true of this Tana. The essence of his study is constantly for the sake of heaven. It's for, for Hashem. Nothing's for his own desire, his own honor. But because of the fact that he needs to draw down physical, physical life force, physical vitality, they make him fall. Look at the language Rabban was using. It's almost as if Hashem makes him fall to this place of Lolishma. Limud Lolishma, as Rabbeinu says, sometimes they make you fall from heaven, that sometimes it's not your fault. Hashem literally makes you fall. They make him fall to a Limud that isn't properly for the sake of heaven. And then they take from him the aspect of this study that is for the sake of heaven. And he leaves from Lishma to Lolishma. He leaps from the, for the sake of heaven to a bridge which is not for the sake of heaven. He jumps back and forth. And because of his great holiness and the fact that he's separated from all these desires of this world, um, he jumps and he leaps back and forth from lishma to lo lishma. These two bridges. Because this aspect of jumping from lishma to lo lishma is considered to him like a, a bridge of wax. Uh, this bridge of Donag in the story that you're not able to stand upon it like homies who's jumping from one to the next same is true of the tzaddik he jumps from one to the next because he goes to Lishma to draw down upon it. he goes to Lishma because his entire study is Lishma most of the time and then they have to make him fall back to Shelo Lishma so that he can bring down Chiyud Gashmi physical panasa and so on and so forth etc etc What's this idea? He jumps, he leaps to the aspect of Lishma, and from Lishma, he then is forced to go to the, for the good of the world, not for himself, but for the benefit of this world, to jump from this bridge of Lishma to another bridge of Wak, uh, this other bridge of Donag, which is what? Um, Lishma. Because of this, 
In his Torah, he has the aspect of the sinners will stumble upon them, this aspect of not for the sake of heaven, that he has to continue jumping back and forth in order to bring down um, and this is how the Rishayim used that Torah for, for bad, for evil. But now Rabbeinu explains the reparation for all of this. The rectification. He had two cups of wine in his hand. Because there's two aspects of wine. The aspect of the Torah. The wine of the, of the king was in abundance. The wine of kingship was in abundance. Meaning the, the, the wine that Achashverosh had in his party was mamash like so, they had so much of it. And this is the aspect of the Torah Shabbat Peh. And what do we say about Yain? Bina Liba. This is, what's the Bina, the heart? My, my bad. What's Bina, understanding? Liba, it's the heart. Simcha Talev. And what's the heart? Where does Simcha exist? Within the heart. And what's Simcha? V'yain nesamach levav. And wine brings Simcha to the heart. So if wine brings Simcha, and we said Simcha exists within the heart. And what's the heart? It's Bina. So we see, we know that Bina is, we know that the Sinyan of Bina um, is liba the heart and this represents the aspect of the wine and this idea of Torah Shabbat Peh um, uh, this idea of Malchut Peh all this stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the lesson but basically the simple inyan is that the Torah Shabbat Peh is one aspect of wine and he was pouring from one class to the next what is this idea He's drawing this green line that we talked about that encompasses, that surrounds the world that is brought down. He's drawing it down from one to the next. What does it mean? What's Kaviyarok? It's apparently the word Vayarek. What's Vayarek? He called out to his trained servants that we talked about earlier. And this is the hug. That the tzaddik, whenever he receives this embarrassment from this Tamik Racham Shadudi who's chasing after him, who's embarrassing him, he accepts it with love. He accepts this, this persecution with simcha. And he accepts the, the suffering with happiness. And with this, he creates, he, with this, the shechina, the divine presence, which represents the Torah Shabbat, we said, Malchut Peh, Torah Shabbat Peh. Malchut, which is the Shina, is the Peh, the Ma'at, and what's the Peh? Torah Shabbat Peh. So we see with the Shina, which represents the Torah Shabbat Peh, he bifchinat chibuk, it represents the aspect of chibuk, embracing, hugging. Bifchinat ani chavatzelet. As we talked about, ani chavatzelet, Asherah, I'm the, I'm the, the rose, right? Ani chavatzelet. Yerukaka chavatzelet, green like a rose. Sheyeh ha-chibuk v'yishlemut. That the chibuk, that the hugging, is complete. Through this inan, that the Sadiq accepts the suffering of the Tamit Chacham Shadiyodi. And this is what it says, And not one drop dropped on the ground. Um, and that day was a day which we call Yalushamayim, they ascended up to the heavens, they descended down to the depth. That was the day, because it was such a stormy wind we talked about. Meaning the Shekhinah dwells between the two Tzadikim. Tzadik Elyon, the upper Tzadik, this is the Tana that we talked about. This is, represents Yalushamayim, they ascended up to heaven. The heaven is the upper Tzadik. They descended down to the depths. This is the lower Tzadik. This represents the aspect of Neshikin. Kisses. His lips were dripping. Or the lips were dripping with flowing moch. 
which we talked about, the Sinanam Neshikin. Whenever the Ruach of this Tzadik, lower Tzadik, attaches itself to the Ruach of this upper Tzadik. But how does one do this? How does one attach? How, how does one create this inyan of neshikin kisses between this lower tzaddik and upper tzaddik? Which is what we talked about. The lips were flowing with moh. How does one accomplish this? Through chokhmah, which we talked about. As we talked about earlier, she really is the sister of my... Uh, she really is the, my sister. The son of my father, Avi. Av, we talked about this inyan. The father is chokhmah. We also know this in Yan. This is what it says. When the king heard of this, or the government heard of this, they killed whom? Meaning, what happened? Now, through accomplishing this, through this in Yan of Neshikin, which is built through Chokhmah, now you understand and you, you intellectualize. You, you hear the Torah Shabbat Peh, which is called Machut Peh. And you understand from the combinations that um, that leave the mouth of this that this tzaddik is now able to understand at the time that he hears his own insulting and his abuse that leaves the mouth of this he's listening to the Torah meaning within the words that this is using against the tzaddik what happens? He's able to listen to this and he's able to take these combinations of letters and understand how these letters are inside the Torah that he originated. He listens to the Torah and through this you kill him. Because the main essence of life force, the main vitality of the klipot, of the evil forces and the demons, is only from the sparks of the Shekhinah, as we know. From the sparks of the Shekhinah. So that's where they receive it. They receive it from the holiness. But the second you remove the holiness from within the Klippa, that's how you remove their life force. And as long as the Shekhinah isn't complete and it still has something lacking to it, then the evil forces still have life force. They have vitality, they have strength. But whenever you bring the Shekhinah up to the Inyan of Chokhmah, up to the aspect of Chokhmah, which we talked about, which is through this idea that we talked about, that they can hear the insult, that the Tzaddik is able to hear the insults of, the, of this and able to understand the halakha from which this insult is originated from. And he's able to hear the Torah Shabbat within the insult itself. This is the aspect of Chokhmah. And in this, he brings up the Shekhinah to a place which it's repaired. And then, what does he say? Because up to the place of Chokhmah is the main building of the Shekhinah. And when the Shekhinah is built completely, through this, you kill this Jewish demon. And this is an explanation of what we of the Pasuk Rabbeinu brings down at the beginning. Teila le David, a praise from David. Teila, what's Teila? Leshon irbuv. Teila praise is a, an expression of mixture or confusion. How do we know this? As it says, in Eliyov uv malachav yasim tahola. In his angels, he placed confusion. This idea of Tehila and Tahola are the same word or the same root. And Tahola, this inyan of confusion, Tahola is the same uh, root as Tehila, which is praise. So we see here that this inyan of Tehila is this confusion. David, David represents the Torah Shabbat. How do we know this? Because what's David? He's the aspect of Manchut. And what's Manchut? Manchut Peh. 
David was the king. What Malchut? Malchut is Peh Torah Shabbat Peh Karenana. What do we call Peh? The mouth, the Torah Shabbat Peh. The, the Torah of the, that which was said orally. So we see that David represents Torah Shabbat Peh. Hanuk Shah Torah Shabbat Peh Nofele Vintihabel Litirovim Achayim Kanan. This is when the Torah Shabbat Peh, the oral Torah, falls and gets confused and mixed into combination, foreign combinations that we just talked about whenever the, the Shed Yehudi takes and confuses them up and makes his own Torah, God forbid. And he then insults with the tzaddik and chases after the tzaddik. I will raise my God, the king. I will raise you, Hashem, my God, the king. But how do you build up the Shekhinah? Through this Inyan of Elokai. The raising of the Shekhinah comes through this Inyan of Elokai. Which Elokai, my God, Bechinat Chesed El, Kolayom El. It says there, Hashem's name is, El, is Elokai. This idea that um, the chesed of Hashem is all day. So you see, Elokai, when it's a reference to my God, it's this inyan of chesed. So how do you build the shekhinah through the inyan of chesed? Hamelech, what does it say when it references Hamelech, lefkinat, bina liba? What's the king? Bina liba, the heart is, bina, understanding is the heart. She'aleb benefesh kemelech b'milchama, as it says in Sefer Yetira, the heart in the soul is like the king in war. So we see that the heart is a reference to the king. And when it says king, it's an aspect of liba, um, which is the heart. And what's the heart? It's bina. So the main building of bina is through the sinyan of chokhmah. Bless your name. No, no, so we just talked about the sinyan of um, building the shekhinah step by step. You have first the sinyan of bina, the heart, and then you go to the aspect of what? You bring up the Torah Shebaal Peh up to the aspect of Chokhmah that we talked about above, Hanmikha Baruch, which is called Baruch. Baruch is Chokhmah. Al Shem Ribui Devichan, through the multitude of blessings. So Chokhmah is a reference to Baruch. Why? Because Chokhmah in it has a multitude of blessings, and which is Baruch. Ki Chokhmah Himekora Be'archa. As we say, that the Chokhmah, it says Zohar Truma, in Hazinu also, Tikun Ayin, etc., etc. Um, that the Chokhmah is the essence and the source of all Bracha. So this is how Rabbeinu brings together this lesson. This awesome, awesome lesson. Very deep, but deep shitud, I'm sure we can get a lot from this. Removing ourselves from honor, attaching ourselves to the Tzadikim, studying the Torah, Lishma, etc., etc., and building up the Shekhinah, raising up the Shekhinah from the Galut. Lots of awesome Tikkunim that Rabbeinu brings here. Chidushim we've never heard before, that have never been revealed. Um... And Bezrat Hashem, may we go from lesson to lesson, trying to apply every single thing that we study. Lishma Bezrat Hashem, Bishut Rabbeinu Akadosh, Amen, Amen.